This is episode 10 of Music in the Bottle podcast. First 10 in the books. Thank you to everyone that is tuned in. Bless. In this episode, we'll go over Kyrie Irving's thoughts on the NBA coming back, Dave Chappelle, some BET award selections, Lil Baby's new single, J. Cole, an album by RMR, and a lot more. Tune in, grab your wine. Let's get to it. Hey, this is Daryl and Jamal with the Music and the Bottle podcast, episode 10. Hey, double digits. We here. Finally made it. We're in episode 10. Super excited for this episode. We want to thank everybody for being with us and riding along the journey for the past nine episodes. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to sharing some more information, more music, more updates on the culture, um, everything that's going on. Most definitely, bro. I'm ready to get yeah. into it. That was a pretty big gulp. You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy, right. man. Episode 10, man. Episode What's 10. What's new? What's new? What's going on? Man, not a whole lot. Uh, work's actually picking up. Uh, so as we all know, Big Gretch lifted the stay-at-home order. So people are starting to travel a little bit more. And lucky for us, we're a beach town. So summer's right around the corner. Things are getting... Uh, Things are getting pretty busy or busier than um, before. Uh, so work is picking up. Um, and I know last week we, t- we talked about my birthday, but we did not talk about how we got that share from D. Wade Sellers and how my fiance got me a couple bottles of uh, the Wade branded wine. But uh, Point. Yeah, yeah, no, man, we did not. Did not shout so, out to D Wade and D Wade Sellers. Yes, sir. I was I was super stoked when I saw the notification come through. I was like, "Hey, we on this song here. We yep. on this song." Yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, it, it just it it's crazy how social media connects us all, right? Um, this is right. That's what's up. I'm happy that I'm happy that we were able to connect with them and also sharing that, man, to to social media and powers that be aligned it for the share. Yes, sir. Yeah, most yes, definitely. Sir. Most definitely. Uh, How's your week been? It's been good, bro. Good. I can't complain at all. Bro. Business is picking. Business is booming. Um, real estate selling. We are heading into summer here, so in the beginning of June or halfway through June already. Uh, things are picking up. You know, this is a busy season, so right. Definitely got some work and um, work to do for sure. For sure. What you drinking today? Today I am drinking. Uh, I got some uh, some exclusive shit today, bro. Um, <laughs> oh, for real, for real. Yeah. So when we were up in Traverse City, I ended up. Or me and Katie stopped in Cherry Cherry Republic. Yeah. Um, which they have wine in case anyone didn't didn't know, but they yep. also have uh, a lot of free samples. So if you're ever in Cherry Republic, you don't got to buy shit. You can actually just try a bunch of cherry flavored stuff: salsa, barbecue sauce, mustard, whatever you want. But the wine is good too um but yeah they they had a limited release uh when we were in there i'm probably gonna butcher the name it's called eritas um right. it's a michigan it's a hundred percent michigan danube cherry wine all right uh so going with another cherry wine this one is i believe about 11 percent yep yep 11 percent um but yeah this is a uh, limited so you know we uh we we got the exclusives today bro what you got? Uh, today I have a red wine from Italy, uh, Castello de Abola, Chianti okay. Classico. Um, this one is uh, 2015. It is in terms of percentage on this bad boy. I think we're, man, uh, I didn't even check. I think we're at 13%. I haven't been below 12 uh, on this podcast. Um, but yeah, it's 
like got a ruby red color. It's got hints of like strawberries and red berries in there. It's a, it's tasting good. It's very strong. I don't know if I put this. I mean, I, I think that this is would be better with food, but for tonight I'm drinking this solo because it's got a lot of acidity right. in it. So um came in highly rated. So I'm super excited to to taste this throughout the podcast and, and see uh see where we go. This is my first wine from Italy on this podcast as well, man. For sure, for sure. Yeah, let's uh, get into these wine, these wine bottles, and uh, let's get into the show. All right, this week we have uh, a lot going on in the culture. Um, kind of going off the last two weeks on this podcast and what we've covered, covered uh, just in terms of our our nation and where where we are as as a country. Um, yeah, and and with that, Dave Chappelle he released. Uh, I don't think it's Netflix official. It was out on free platforms. I feel like if you are Dave Chappelle, you have the clearance to put out whatever you want to. Right. Yep. Um, but he released uh, eight forty six. Yep. Which is a twenty maybe twenty five minute video uh, on Netflix yeah. for free. Yeah, I think it was like twenty seven exactly. Okay. Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Like, yeah. So. Yep. But this is in response to the. Um, you know, George Floyd, uh, that was the amount of time that they were on George Floyd's, or, you know, had George Floyd pinned to the ground via, I mean, with a neck to the, with a knee to the neck. So yeah. disgusting. And uh, yeah, thoughts on, on this special. I came across this on a whim, I think. Uh, but yeah, thoughts on this special. How'd you come across it? Um, yeah. yeah um, so I think I heard about it, like just scrolling on Twitter randomly, like I'd it popped up, you know, new Dave Chappelle coming out tomorrow or something like that. And then um, in our Y group, Lamont mentioned how we should be watching it. And I was like, yep, I've already saw it come through on my phone. That's the next step on the list today. Yep. So I watched it that day. Then I rewatched it. Um, but overall, uh, I guess I'm not or I've watched most of Dave Chappelle's skits um, and all of this stuff on Netflix, so like I do tune in to him um, a little bit, but this one I I was definitely tuned in, uh, and it was it was different. Um, it's not your typical comedy show uh, because there's some real shit to be talked about. Yep. Uh, and I think that it was a good idea. And he kind of mentioned uh, to start, he was just like, uh, we didn't really know how to or how this thing was going to work until we actually did it and that was the only yeah. way to find out if it was going to work and i think it i think it turned out really good uh he touched on some real stuff he being a comedian that he is you know he touched on you know he made us laugh too um yep. in the midst of everything going on uh but those are my general reactions what were your general thoughts uh it seemed raw like i mean first let me say this like uh he addressed a lot of things and i yeah. think that um I liked it a lot. Like, I mean, mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle is, I don't really know what you call him. Like, is he, you know what I mean? He's, he's a comedian, but at the same time, he's a, and a genius. Like, I think that right. the way he, he presents some issues and is able to speak on them and say like, Hey, this is something like I, that that's going on, but making it funny because it's so true. Right. I don't think we laugh at the comedy there. I think it's like, um, I think I honestly just think it's because it's so true. Like I, I remember yeah, one yeah. one thing that he has a just a quick tangent, but like he has a like a ten minute rant about um, a famous pimp named Iceberg Slim. 
uh, in his reign in the 40s. And it's one of my greatest stories about American capitalism. Um, but it, it just, I think that he has these things that he touches on, uh, like in this, in this 846 um, special that just, it needed to be talked about. And he does, he does it in a way that brings light to it. Uh, he also touches on like, why do, why do you need to hear from celebrities? Like who cares what Ja Rue thinks? Right, um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's, I don't know, man. It, it, yeah, like definitely... I think that, yeah, yeah oh, go ahead. Um, no, all you, all you. I think that was like one of the biggest things that I kind of took out of it too. Like, and not that I'm a celebrity or anything either, but um, just to hear him say, like, there's, there's a lot of people like waiting for a response from, you know, like, which we'll get into later, like a J. Cole or a Dave Chappelle or, a, you know, whoever it may be, but like nobody wants to hear them like this is like this is a collective effort uh to make a change like yeah like there are people we trust and we count on but they're just everyday people too like this is a group effort to make this change like that's that celebrity is not going to make it by himself it's kind of what i took out of it and that you know like and they've been talking about it and he kind of mentioned that like he may be silent but it's not like he hasn't touched on this before which he mentioned and his other comedy skits or you know people in songs like that may have not said anything uh too recently you know but they they've been touching on these issues and their topics on their platforms so why is it important to hear from them now when they've been doing it for years you know yeah yeah man i mean i think that you could see him get emotional about this topic which was really nice to see also Mm -hmm. just the raw the rawness of like I mean, I don't know what this was. The setup was kind of kind of funky, and he even touches on it yeah. at the beginning, like this is weird. Um, yeah, but I think yeah. that man, it's just I, honestly the emotions are still there. I think you know, as as soon as we think it's like, all right, maybe we're making some progress, man. We got so many years to get past it, and I think that's what he's touching on. Like, mm-hmm. we're talking four hundred to five hundred years of of this, like for real, for right. real. So I think that all the emotion there was true. It was raw. Plus, it's, he is just a, a genius in that, man, for sure. I mean, I, I was yeah. interested to see why he just said um, F Staten Island or fuck Staten Island as a whole. Like, uh, But I think there was some, you know, with his wife being from there and everything, I think he has some thoughts about the city and whatnot. But, yeah, it was, right. a, and, it was a great special. Yeah, and it's crazy. I mean, and he's – I mean, he's – He's Dave Chappelle. He, he, he's going to say whatever he wants. He's going to yeah. call out Candace Owens. He's going to call out, you know, the the news person that he talked about in the beginning. Yep. Uh, so it's definitely nice to hear the raw, uh, the straight up feelings. And um, before we move on, one uh, one part that really stuck out to me as well during it, uh, he mentioned um, how, you know, like, I don't remember word for word what it said, but uh, he mentioned how we don't need to see or like we're not looking for a black hero, so to say, but just yeah. making out of this, just making it through this, you know, were his heroes. Yeah. And I thought that was some real stuff right there. Like literally like you're a hero if you, if you don't got to deal with this, you know? So that was, that was a, a big point that I took from that as well. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Interesting, interesting perspective and interesting uh, take from what a I think if not the greatest, one of the greatest com- comedians and just yeah. minds uh, to speak on, on certain issues 
for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, and this comes without being said, the Richard Brooks uh, situation. Um, yeah, uh, just uh, in Atlanta, uh, man, the yeah. same age as us, I believe he was 27 years old, was Damn. shot and killed at a drive-thru. From my understanding and my perception of this story, I'm not a CNN or they don't even do the right reporting, but still, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a reporter by any means, but uh, Mr. Brooks was sitting in the drive-thru. He had fell, fallen asleep in the drive-through line um, at the wheel. Many of us maybe have gone to a McDonald's at three o'clock in the morning and been just as tired and fallen asleep. Um, yeah. And he was in the line to, it's my understanding that he pulled over to the, to a parking spot uh, shortly after and the cops not saying that they should have just let him go. But what was the result there uh, definitely did not need to happen. He was shot and, and, supposedly arrested for resisting arrest was the reason why he was arrested. Um, but there's videos there for you to see and make your own perception about it. I think it's wrong. I think it's disgusting. I think that, um, I mean, you see the city of Atlanta burned down. I mean, the people of Atlanta burned down that Wendy's there, right. uh, which I, to my understanding is a black owned business as well. Um, I don't know, man, just a lot. I mean, obviously I, I, I have no clarity there. I'm not going to speak up as if I know every little right. thing about the situation, but yeah. Yeah, so the newest news is the cop was um, was charged today. Um, and I know I saw a tweet from Earth Gang, and yep. they kind of, like, quoted the story and saying, hey, like, Atlanta, let's, like, let's, like, be the, um, or, like, let's, let's, let's be the start, you know, or, like, let's, um, you know, like, let's show the world that we're taking action and uh, making the right decisions when it comes to these cops and what they do so um yeah i guess i mean we got a long way to go but uh i think i think shit start it's it's starting to turn man i think people are starting to you know get that get that karma i guess so to say or you know i mean obviously it, it shouldn't happen to begin with but you know for the fact that it's happening and we're actually doing something about it now. Um, that is one step of the many steps that we need to take. Yeah, I agree, bro. I agree for sure, man. Um, switching gears a little bit uh, over to the NBA. Uh, very similar topic and what we're discussing. And uh, last week, reports came out that Kyrie was speaking out against going back to regular seat or I guess this new, this newfound season after COVID-19. Um, yeah. Yeah. Speaking out, I know that you you read on this one pretty heavily. So uh, yeah, what what were your thoughts? Speak maybe for the yeah. listeners for the listeners that don't know. Uh, yeah, speak to that a little bit. Yeah. So um, we talking about the homie Kyrie. You know, he was dating Kaylani a while back. But, you know, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, <laughs> NBA basketball point guard. Yep. Yeah. You know, shit didn't work out. He a NBA champion. You know, he played with LeBron. You know, all that good stuff. You know. Yeah. It has smoke with party next door. Most definitely. Yeah. He, yeah, you know. Um, but, yeah, so uh, he got in a call, I guess, with it was like 80 other players in the league. Yeah. And some some big names were KD. So most of his players are his teammates on the net. So KD being one of the other big ones. Yep. Um, I, I know Carmelo was on the call. Uh, those are the two big names I can think of. But there was a bunch of people on the call. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, he was just pretty much speaking out against, like, the NBA not coming back. Um, like, there's just a lot going on. And he sees it as a distraction. Um, yeah, so that was pretty much the basis of it to start. Uh, I guess what are what are your thoughts on the NBA coming? Like, like 
do you see it as a distraction as well? I see it as, um, I think what better way to show off your voice is one part of it, uh, mm -hmm. like than to be out in front of front in the public. Um, yeah. might I add your, your, I mean, like, this is what a lot of people you have, this is one way to use your voice. Right. Um, mm -hmm. and another way it's, I speaking lightly because I play on, I mean, I feel, I feel different about both sides of this, but yeah, you're being compensated. That's one way to touch on your community. It's mm -hmm. to use that compensation. Now I'm not saying that you go play for the check. Not at all. What I'm stating is that you use what you do there. I mean, you, the proceeds from that and right. use that towards the community. You could, you could use that platform. It's very similar to us um, using our platform for the right thing to discuss the topics that we have. You have, mm -hmm. One of the, I mean, one of the big biggest audiences in the world as an NBA player. So, you speaking mm -hmm. up about it is showing it, and it's seen as activism. If you, if if you're if you're taking a stand against, I mean, I thought it was interesting that Kyrie spoke up and said, "Hey, we should yeah. start our own league." And, um, yeah, man, what do you what do you think? Yeah. So my so once I heard the league was coming back, my initial thoughts were like, yes, finally basketball. But of course, this was around the same time that, you know, shit kind of popped off. So um, I was like, all right, is basketball really what we need right now? Like as mm -hmm. a basketball fan, it's like, yeah, like I'm excited to see basketball. But also we we haven't watched basketball for what, three months now? Like, is it really worth it to come back? Like, should they yeah. just, just like scratch the season and just start fresh, you know, in the fall yeah and just not and just not have a champion this year i i don't really know how that works i don't know how too the much money, money works too much yes. money in that yes. yeah so obviously coming back is something that they've been wanting to do um but i i get what Kyrie is saying and i and i understand like where he's coming from yeah but the other side of it too is the nba is one of the biggest platforms um the league is predominantly black um yeah they've and they've voiced their their concerns plenty of times throughout the or you know like in previous years you know with the I can't breathe shirts, uh, so I think them coming back, uh, I think they I think they have the right platform to make a change yeah. and and to whatever you know I don't I don't think players in the NBA were like kneeing or kneeling during the anthem, but, you know, I mean, they definitely have the voice and the platform to not make it such a distraction, but to add to the fire that's already kind of burning. Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm excited to obviously watch basketball um, again, but I'm also excited to see and hopefully see how they react to everything that's going on with the yeah. platform yeah. that is given to them. Yeah, man, uh, I don't Oh, go ahead. go ahead. Yeah, and 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 then the thoughts on the league. Um, I guess I don't really have any like true thoughts on that because uh, that just kind of came out today. Um, but like, just kind of like we mentioned, Kyrie has you know like he's found this in his heart to say to like to his fellow colleagues like, hey, like I don't think this is right. This is not what we should do, and he has every right to say so, and he has every right to, you know, come up with an idea to maybe even potentially get another league going. It's not, yeah. you know, like it's not out in far left field for him to make these statements. Um, so that's really all I have to say about that. As that's of now, 
yeah, I would love to. Uh, I would love to see if this if that grows into anything. I would love to see how they use the big three platform by uh, manufactured by Ice Cube. Um, yeah. or at least Ice Cube is the face of that. I know he has ownership on that too. Um, but yeah, I, I just think that it's good to see that people just aren't you know quiet and just running back to the you know running back to just playing like this is some thought in this and i definitely think that Kyrie, seeing this as you know people try to make him out to be crazy i think that you know you always are you seem that way um until you actually you know until something changes right and we'll see how it plays out you know in some aspects kind of kind of had their same same treatment right i don't i don't know why while i don't support everything that kind of has said i think that in some ways you know he's made the right moves, and and as crazy yeah. as yeah, uh, as he may be perceived by many, um, some stuff you got to look back on and be like, man, Kanye was right at some point in time. Yeah, exactly. for sure. Exactly. Well, that's a little bit on the culture for today. Um, so the Dave the Dave Chappelle skit or skit just came just came out a couple of days ago. So if you haven't watched it, it's on YouTube. It's on Netflix. Uh, the Kyrie story is just starting, uh, just kind of broke out a couple of days ago as well. So um, take a look at those stories, uh, follow them. And like I said, with the league coming back, we're definitely going to be tuned in. We'll touch back on it soon once the league starts and see and see how things go. But on to the music. Before we get back to the show, do us a favor and go follow us on Instagram. That's at Music in the Bottle Podcast. All one word on Instagram. Music in the Bottle Podcast. All right. Thanks. We back. All right. This week, uh, we had a lot of music, a lot of singles come out. Um, not as heavy on the activist side from the mainstream artists this week. And we got some stuff um, from a lot of big artists that we wanted to hear from. Some artists that's yep. in that, that mid-tier that, that, that uh, you know, are making making great music as well. The first one that I want to cover, man, is the bigger picture uh, by Lil Baby with the video too. Uh, what do you yeah. think about that? Yeah, um, Lil Baby. Go so, so go ahead and cat. <laughs> Let me hear some cat for Lil Baby. You talking so, mad. Um, he had to he had to come right back at you this week. Go ahead. Yeah. So, um, for the listeners, I got. I mean, Lil or me and Lil Baby talk. So, um, he he actually called me up after the pod and said, you know, like I feel disrespected that you kept me out of that that top three and and you know i was like you know like i said what i said and then he was like all right bet and he came in and you know you know he he made me eat my words you know like he came and dropped the bigger picture which is fire i like i like i I liked it a lot i I liked it a lot but again i said i said what i said last week i said what i said i mean you know i mean i mean we i mean we spoke man to man like you know like wasn't us wasn't no subtweeting, you know, like it was all love and like he oh, came you wrote back that. And, so you wrote you wrote the song. I got you. <laughs> you know, he came back and dropped a banger. Um yeah. but but you know, to get into the actual song, uh yeah, so we all know Lil Baby is hot. He's killing twenty. Um his album is now number one on the Billboard charts. Um this week, I believe. Uh it hit number one. Uh so his yep, album sure My did. Turn. Yep, right after you was album. talking. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah man the track was dope uh the video was sweet video was dope um yeah. i think it's good to hear uh from an artist that um is not per- or is not portrayed as necessarily an activist when it comes to 
you know, the rap scene. Um, I think he came with, uh, and he brought it and like, he had some lines in there, um, that, you know, were real, you know, he spoke on like, like just pretty much spoke from the heart, which is what I thought. And there's definitely been some songs when it comes to this activist music that I have not felt the strongest about. Yeah. Uh, this was not one of them. This was a good one. And this is potentially going to be nominated for a Grammy. Um, but yeah, I liked it, man. I liked it. What do you think? Wow. Uh, no, nah, man, I, I don't know if there's anything else to say, honestly. I mean, to see you follow up like that, I think there's not too much more to speak to. Yeah, man. Nah, but I will. I will happily because <laughs> I support Little Baby and I support his label. Um, I thought that it was really interesting to hear him make this song, put right right to the fact that, hey, I'm an artist that usually sings about this, this, and that, but I'm also telling you to get up and be active, too, mm-hmm. in the song. I thought the video was super dope. I thought that um, if not, if you didn't know, there's no reason why he hasn't run the first six months of 2020 and what ha- what has been yeah. there. So, mm-hmm. man, uh, great song, great great for a lot of people to look up to. I think I heard reports this week of somebody calling Lil Baby the new Lil Wayne, um, and at this point in his career, I definitely see the work ethic is there for sure. Um, yeah, he definitely having a semi Wayne run, but not he definitely not on that. He definitely not. There you go again. Def- there you go. <laughs> def- go ahead. Hey, <laughs> go ahead, bro. All right. <laughs> he definitely not on that Wayne run that we all experienced back in okay. you know high school, but he is on a run nonetheless. Yeah. He's on. He's on a run nonetheless. We'll but see yeah. next week. Y'all, y'all remember this. Hot take from, <laughs> from Jamel. Here we Come go. On, man. Come on, man. Um, um, but wait, uh, before we move on, um, I was just thinking about this, actually. So the funny thing is that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not speaking on like you and I, because we both um, recognize like the greats um, of J. Cole and Kendrick and what they do to the, or what they bring to the music game and Lil Baby, a different artist who has not taken the role of that activist, you know, type of music or that, you know, conscious rap comes and drops this song and everyone loves it, but it's the same stuff that everyone hated, you know, like when, you know, Kendrick drops a a conscious album or J. Cole doesn't rap about, uh, you know, the flashy stuff, but, um, that's just something that also to keep in mind that little, that little baby does, uh, resonate with more, more of the younger crowd. And I guess that's what they needed. Um, is someone to look up to, like we kind of look up to Kendrick and Cole. So I think this little baby and what, and what he's doing this year kind of, kind of puts that in perspective that maybe some of the kids that don't like J Cole or Kendrick, you know, because, that's just not their lane, but little, but little baby has a lane that more that resonates with them. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I mean, I think that yeah, he definitely has a different audience, so for sure that they can touch touch base with. But yeah, for him to speak up, um, I believe he's one of the first to do it because you have that. Yeah. Those that are huge fans of Meek Mill that listened to the music he released last week, but does that resonate with those that are you know right. a part of the SoundCloud time where? Yeah. SoundCloud rap, uh, the century after 2000. I mean, the uh, the music that comes after 2017, 2018. So, yeah, I think I think that's a good point, man. 
Yeah. Yeah. With that, Tommy Lee, new song by Tyla Yewa featuring Post Malone. Um, yeah, I'll go with this record because I liked it a lot. Uh, Post <laughs> didn't need Post Malone, but it wouldn't have gained as much traction without Post Malone. Right. Uh, Tyla Yewa killed this. I thought it was a great song, great beat choice, and great great melody on this one. Um, it's something that you should definitely listen to. Switching things up this this week because like it's a summer vibe song. Uh, yeah, so t- definitely a summer anthem type vibe for sure. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big one. Not, I mean, not just because Post Malone is on there, but he bodied Post Malone on this one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I thought this was a good song. What did you, you think about it? Yeah, I thought it was a good song too, man. Uh, just kind of like I said just a moment ago, I think it's a summer anthem. This is definitely one to ride or to ride out to. You know, it's like you're on your way to the beach, wherever it may be. You know, a nice day, and you got the windows down, top down, whatever it may be. This is a good song. It's on the uh, get playing um post malone yeah just kind of like you mentioned i don't think he needed to be on this song but needed to be on it for the push for us to uh just kind of click play had to be a label Uh, move yeah 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 so for us to click play and post malone's verse wasn't terrible i actually like this verse better than a lot of this honestly half of his stuff on his latest album to be honest um, so I'm hoping Post Malone kind of comes back strong because I did not like Hollywood's bleeding that much. Um, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of mid. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I like this track a lot, and hopefully to or look forward to seeing more from uh, Tyler. Bet. Yeah, we'll see. I think he he will make. I know he's had a few other bigger songs. Um, nothing that will be as big as this one just because of who's associated right. with him. But um, yeah, we'll see how how much push he gets behind that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, what's next? What's next? Oh, your boy. My 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 boy? Okay. Yeah, your guy. Your guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jamel's boy. He was in the trap with him. Um, I, 6 9 released a song called Trolls with Nicki Minaj this week. I told him to snitch. Yeah, I can see it. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the cloth, that's the cloth you cut from? <laughs> Uh, six nine and Nikki, man. I gave this song too many plays um, <laughs> over wow. the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay. So one, I watched the video. Two, I listened to the song maybe twice. Yeah, and then I, saw I found two, two weaves yeah. in that video. Yeah. <laughs> and and then I found out there's an alternate version, so I listened to that as well just to see like the difference. And I don't really remember what the difference was because I was drinking, so um, we're not really gonna touch on that too much. Yeah. But um. Yeah, so I'm going to say that I actually liked the start of this song, but once he started yelling, uh, it was over for me. I I did, like, I was just waiting to hear Nikki's verse after that. But his, like, his like slowed up tone, like, on that hook at the beginning, I, I did actually like, and, and I think that works well with him. Yeah. But for, but, but for me, his, like, once he just starts yelling and turns on them caps lock, I just, I just can't do it, bro. I just I got can't you. do it. I got but, you. Yeah. But, but uh, I think him and Nikki do like work well together, um, which I don't know if that's a good thing for Nikki. But I mean, her barbs are going to follow her wherever. And I think obviously, you know, 6ix9ine and his, his, his fan base are going to listen to it. But I think if I, if, if I had to say they, if I had to say that they worked well together, then I would say that they worked well together. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. What do you think? 
Hold on. So you said. I think like, they work well together. <laughs> <laughs> I think they work well together because they wine kicking in. <laughs> no, but Fifi came out what last year, which was a yeah. big song. It it didn't it didn't hit number one, but I think this one might honestly get to number one. Um, but yeah. Fifi was a big song, and then he had that other one with Nicki and Kanye. So like, I think they have good chemistry as as far as two artists go. But yeah. um, like I said, I'm definitely not going to give it any more plays. But yeah, that's yeah. that's. That's my two cents on the on the track. Yeah, I uh, different. I mean, I didn't like the song at all. I thought it was disgusting. Um, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I just I don't. It's but I I, I kind of think about it in the music business. Like, so you have six nine and you have Nicki Minaj, and for you to have favors on your side in the music business, uh, I think that's the only thing it comes down to because Nicki's cut yeah. from that cloth, and uh-huh. a lot of people don't know that Nicki was not a barb beforehand she was a real street rapper like for real for real so um in terms of it being like you know a lot of people talk about it being risky like hey we're working with six nine i don't think so at all that's why you see akon sitting down with him i mean Mm -hmm. if anything it's a good way to gain clout i don't know why akon would need it because he's certified as well um allegedly known as one of the largest drug dealers in the jersey new york area um he 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 just got i don't I don't, I don't know six the exact billion. number. Yeah, six billion dollars for six, a city in Senegal. City, that's crazy as fuck, man. Crazy, crazy. But so I don't uh, know. I don't know. I think there's yeah. maybe bringing light to that. Um, but for her, I don't think it's risky at all. She, you know, kind of a, a good move on her part was to donate to the um, man. What's the name of the fund that she donated to for this? I think it's a bail fund. Oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. yep. I did read about that, but I don't know the name of it. Yep. But yeah, she, I mean, it was for a cause. With that being said, man, I just think that uh, I believe it was for the wrong, those folks who are wrongly convicted. Yeah, just, I mean, didn't, I listened to the song, gave it one playthrough and got what I needed out of it. Uh, Yeah. But yeah, I just, not, not my, not my, not what floats my boat at all. For yeah, sure. I'm definitely I'm definitely not going back to it. Like I said, I Man, come on, I, bro. That's your man's, bro. That's your no, man's, man. man. Come I on, gave it, bro. You just said you were snitching with him. I gave it enough plays and I'm and I'm about done with it. So but. you wasn't uh, <laughs> you just said that you was you was with him. Trayway. No. That was a you. joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. Fuck snitching. Are we good? Your boy Kodak <laughs> Black. Your Kodak your boy Kodak Black released Vulture Pride too. Yeah. Um wasn't one of my favorite releases of the week. Uh, Kodak is like a hit or miss for me. Um, I think this was more so miss um, on my end. I didn't, it didn't, it didn't really hit that. It didn't really hit for me like I thought it would. Yeah. Um, but Kodak is an artist that, uh, which we'll get into later, that J. Cole you know, wants to see thrive uh, because he definitely knows what he's talking about as well when it comes to what's going on around the world and like, and like how things go down um, on the politics side and shit like that. But um, this single, I didn't really like it as much. Like I said, maybe I'll go back to it and see if I can kind of vibe to it a little bit more. But um, out of, out of the things I listened to this week, uh, it was probably near the bottom, I guess. What do you think? Uh, I, yeah, it was just mid, honestly. I mean, like, yeah. I'm, I'm excited for him to, um, 
I'm excited for him to get done, get out, and yeah. get, get going on with his process and maybe making some more music and but being able to put more time towards music. Right. Um, but yeah, man, I think it was it was just a mid. Like, I mean, I'll listen to it. I might circle <laughs> back to it. Uh, yeah. But looking for a full release, looking for him to be, you know, in the studio, actually. Right, for sure. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, what else we got this week, bro? Tiana Taylor uh, dropped another track, Wake Up Love, featuring yep. her man. Yeah. What do you think of that one? Good, man. They announced that they're having another baby. Uh, I like Tiana's music. I like her directing as well, which I'm pretty sure she directs most of her videos at this point in her career. Um, yeah, I, I think that Iman's a, a slept-on athlete rapper, per se. Uh, yeah, I, I thought this was a good song. What do you think about it? Yeah, uh, so the way that they announced it in the video, um, I thought was pretty dope. Um, I did read on Twitter that their other child, Junie, uh, may have mentioned something on an Instagram Live or something that she was pregnant prior to this. But uh, for those that didn't catch that Instagram Live, this was their official announcing of the baby. Yep. Um, but yeah, I thought the track was good. She's definitely really, we covered her a couple weeks ago. She's dropped some some dope songs. She has some great visuals. Uh, and Iman Schumpert on the, on the track, man, we were, we were talking about it when I was training, training for the Knicks about his, uh, rap career. And I was like, Hey man, like you got something going, um, you know, the hoop, the hoop game is straight, but you know, you might want to pursue that rapping. Uh, but yeah, uh, I thought the track was, thought the track was good. And, uh, we get a new album in two days. I know. June. Yeah. I'm excited to hear it. I'm excited yep. to hear about you training for, you was training for old St. Nick, like in the mall, like he was going to be a, well, he brought his no, kids to the, to the no, mall to no, sit on. Oh, so no, he was going to be a Santa. No, I got you. That makes no, sense. No, no, no. Because you got no, your yeah. beard going from quarantine too. So like if they needed a black Santa, that makes sense. That. No. Yeah. No. I'm talking Madison Square Garden Knicks, you know, like, Spike Lee, you know, Phil Jackson, Carmelo days. But. Oh, you you were selling nicks and dimes. You were selling nicks and dimes in the garden. I got you. Because you grew on your yeah. okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. For sure. For sure. You gotta stop playing on my hoop game. All right, stop. yeah. We'll, we'll see. When you know, you know. What's next? Oh yeah, Georgia Smith. Yeah, my girl Georgia Smith. Uh one of my favorite uh, she's like one of man she has a, a great voice I, I really like her voice overall uh we kind of we talked about her album i believe the name of it was uh lost and found i believe uh, yeah, yeah yeah georgia yeah. smith um which is a great listen she released a rose rogue maybe rose rogue um and that might just be me confusing rose with rose debian this past weekend uh, <laughs> but yeah um good song consistent voice man i feel like she has one of the purest voices i just like to hear her sing it's yeah. almost like that snow allegra feel like yep. definitely pay attention when georgia comes through uh give this one a listen this is a good vibe on your sunday night your saturday night while you're getting ready like especially with everything opening back up you know i'm trying to get right. in my bag get in my bag this weekend so yeah this is yeah. this is good yeah i liked it it was definitely different. It wasn't like the typical like super R and B like soul feel. Yeah. Um, but it definitely had some vibes to it. Um, I, I was reading up on it, and this was a I guess not a cover, but like maybe a re or a redo of an older artist. Saint I think his name is Saint Germain. 
Okay. Um, he dropped uh, a version of this Rose Rogue as well. Like, yep. um, I don't know how old it is, but uh, he dropped it. So I so I listened to that one afterwards, and then I came back and listened to Georgia's again. And uh, yeah, so if if you listen to that one, she definitely paid some great homage and bodied this track for sure. Yeah, uh, definitely a good listen. I have to go back, man. I have to go back and listen. I'm not, yep. I, I gave her album uh, another listen through, and it was just I liked it just as much, man. She's she's super yep. dope and definitely deserves that, man. Uh, Leon Bridge he released "Sweeter" featuring Terrace Martin this week. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, did you get a chance to listen to that? Check that out, Terrace Martin. Do you know anything yeah. about him? Yeah. Uh, so Terrace Martin was the dude we talked to, or he had the track last week, right? Pick Peak with Denzel and all them. Yeah. Um so this track I did I did listen to. I got a chance to watch the video as well. Um it looks like he got pretty much his his close camp with him. Uh so a bunch of other brothers in the video. And I like the lyrics to this song. Um you kinda get not a not a super church vibe, but you definitely get a more like like a spiritual feel, I guess, or at least I did from listening to it. And yeah. uh I definitely enjoyed it though. I liked it. Yeah. Definitely a solid listen. I liked it too. I liked it too. It was a, it was a good listen. Leon Bridge is pretty consistent. You know what you're going to get. Um, yeah, for sure. I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, your boy Buddy released. We got a lot of releases coming up, man. We got Buddy. We got Pop Smoke. We got Spillage Village and J. Cole, man. Buddy yeah. this week. Uh, is he signed to Eminem's label? Uh, I don't know. I'm pretty sure Buddy, that. Buddy's signed to quote me on that because I'm I'm a hundred on that one. I, I'm pretty sure Buddy okay. at least was signed to to Shady Records at okay. one point in time. Okay. Um, but yeah, Buddy, uh, he released Bat Black too. Yes. 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 Yep. Uh, I got a chance to listen to this. We listened to it together a couple times, um, and then I listened to it as well on my own. I like the beat, the song itself is i guess maybe a little mid but uh i do like the beats i do like the beat selection and buddy overall i like but i think this was a little mid to me what'd you think uh yeah same thing um he he is signed to interscope records just as uh but it was uh yeah just some mid um another thing i I think that in the midst of everything it makes i think he's a great rapper but he really does have to rap um, yeah. come, if you're going to drop something this, this week, you really do have to rap because there's a lot of people with a message out there. So if you're going to drop that, then yeah. you, know, it, re, you need to reconsider, which really messes with a lot of people's music, right? You have mm-hmm. a scheduled release and Tiger, Tiger drops something about partying and whatnot that just won't fit for this month, like not, right. not today. Um, yeah. So you see somebody like Lil Baby using both lines like hey i got this album that dropped and i got you know this music that has a message behind it as well and the other things around that is just uh like this one it, it does fit but it's you gotta rap you gotta come yeah. this week yeah for sure for sure would you uh what'd you think about that pop smoke and roddy rebel uh first of all i'm upset the album got pushed back to july uh yeah. it was supposed i think it was supposed to come out last week um but we got a single instead. Uh, this was, uh, it was all right. Um, I didn't think it was like the greatest track. I'm hoping the album has some more bangers. Uh, I think this one might grow on me. Um, but I thought it was just 
it wasn't anything too wasn't anything too special, I thought. And uh the Rowdy Rebel, um, so they got his 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 verse uh from jail. So they called they called him up and got his his verse from uh from the jail phone, which I thought was a little different. Creative, um, I, yeah. But, but yeah, but, I, I yeah. thought it was all right. It was all right. It, yeah, it wasn't bad. It wasn't obviously the best single that came out this week, and it wasn't the second best, but that. Yeah, I uh, man, I mean, something about Pop Smoke's music that just makes me want to go punch somebody in their mouth, like <laughs> <laughs> for real. When as soon as it comes on, it makes it's super aggressive, and uh, I like the song. Like, and I'm a I'm a Pop Smoke fan. Even before yeah. things passing away, I felt like I had to punch somebody in the mouth. Like this wasn't about him passing away, and it's R.I.P. Yeah. to him. Super excited for his album. And I liked the Roddy. It was nice to hear him because I know he was up and coming before he went to jail. Yeah. Uh, Roddy will, real. But man, I like, I, I, I do hate when I hear like rap through the jail phone. That just doesn't work because yeah. you don't get a feel. It'd be better to hear both of these artists on a track at the same time, like the mm-hmm. same vibe. You just don't get the same feel. So I would have, I would have, it would have been a pleasure to hear both of them on this track and to get that same energy from each other. Right. But. I liked it, man. I liked it. Another Pop Smoke song. And it's, I mean, he was like the energy on the track. He was very consistent. And I, it, whether you like it's, it, it's really like if you like that type of music, because, yeah. man, he, he, uh, he's very consistent. I think that he made the, the couple songs he was on, Jack Boys, uh, for sure, with his energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Specifically, so. Gaddy. For... Yeah. You cannot say pop and forget to smoke, bro. Yeah. You cannot yeah, say pop and forget to smoke. Lower your tone. <laughs> Woo bag, <Yeah>. baby. <laughs> What's next? What's next? Your boys, Spillage Village. Spillage Village. Hey, they, hey, they the, they the homies. They the homies for sure. Um, so they dropped End of Days. I think that dropped like I think after we recorded last week. Honestly, yep, so right after. Uh, yeah, so we didn't get a chance to cover that last week. So we're gonna do it this week. Um. So I got a chance to listen to the track. Um, so I don't know the name of the other guys that are like on the track. I didn't, I didn't really write that down. But obviously, Jid is on there, Earth Gang, um, and there's two other guys. I think one is like Holly, Hollywood J or Hollywood B or something like that. But um, I thought the song was good. The video was even better. Uh, if you haven't watched the video, uh, they're pretty much sitting outside. There's a TV. And they are watching the news and seeing everything that's going on in the world. And they're simply trying to change, change the channel. And everything that they change to is uh, <laughs> the same thing. Uh, yeah. So I like the message behind that. Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I'm excited to see more from them. Uh, honestly, Earth Gang is up and coming. One of the hottest groups, I think. Like I said, I think we mentioned or I mentioned a few episodes back, you know, they're they they could potentially be like the new outcasts of this generation. Um, and Jid, I mean, J.I.D., he's one of the coldest in Dreamville when, when it comes to bars. Uh, yep. So I liked it a lot, man. What do you think of it? Yeah, man. Uh, the other two of those uh, Spillage Village are Hollywood, J.B., and Jordan okay. uh, Bryant, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, and uh, Mariba was on this track as well. Okay. Yep, Mariba. Yep. As well, yeah, I thought it was uh, a good track. Nice little listen, um, and yeah, I just think that Earth Gang, man, they they really found like a lot of. I mean, I think they're the foundation of this, 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I, I like the song. I like the song. It was decent. Uh, the other one, it was it was some mid. Um, I did like this one a bit better of the two. Yeah. So the other one, the Go Fast track. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So weird thing about that. So there's been no promo about it. There's been nothing like on Twitter. Like I searched and I'm on Instagram. So like I don't know like if it was like released on accident or like if <laughs> like I really don't know like what's going on with it. Like it's not terrible. Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely like a straight you know like beat song, but. Uh, yeah, they definitely have not said a single word about it. So, like, I don't know, like, if it was misposted on that on streaming platforms or what or what the deal was because they haven't said a single word about it. Yeah, for sure, I liked it though. I don't think that happens by accident, but it was yeah. it was like it was some meds. So, yeah, yeah. Keep, keeping it in Dreamville for sure. Your boy J Cole um, caught some heat this week um, with snow on the bluff. Hey, there will be no J Cole slander allowed on this podcast on twitter on nothing so anybody want to smoke with j cole they got smoke with me too i'm gonna just say that right quick um <laughs> but you're not you're not gonna tell them to cut them dreads hey right. no j cole slander on the pod all right, all right. <laughs> uh yeah so the track was the track was our right after after first listen i gave it a couple of listens throughout the day today because it dropped last night so this is like new new um but yeah, the track in general, like after hearing it a few times, um, I kind of picked up on some of the lyrics a little bit, uh, got on Twitter to see what Twitter was saying, seeing how Twitter is trying to cancel J. Cole and saying he's, you know, coming at black women and this isn't the right time to do that with everything going on, which I don't think was the case. What'd you, what'd you kind of get from it? Um, I didn't take that away. And... I mean, I got to listen to it throughly, right? Like, I mean, it. Yeah. I, I, listened, I gave it two lessons, one of which I was in the middle of doing something. But I want to yeah. listen to it throughly to, to go from that perspective because it's hard for me to say this wasn't directed as, at black women as a black man and defend J. Cole. Like, yeah. um, so I want to listen to it from that perspective. Am I offended? Or do I, when I think of my mother, is it, do, is that, you know what I mean? Do I, do I feel like from her perspective, what I feel offended about by the things he's saying. So I want to touch on that. I mean, just, just touch on that and listen to it from that perspective before I speak on it. Right. Um, I, I saw the, the cleanup after, I, I don't know if it was a cleanup, but before I speak to that, what do you think? Yeah. So like I said, I listened late, late last night, came back on Twitter this morning to see what was going on and then saw some tweets. And I, and I think that's the thing with our culture too, man. Like we're quick to cancel, like, one another for something but we don't like try to find the uh solution it's just not nah, fuck j cole for whatever he said about black women when that wasn't even the case or you know fuck no name for saying that which wasn't even the case um you know we're quick to cancel each other on on these on these social media platforms especially at a time when we need each other yeah um, like, like there's no need for this cancel culture um i mean like if somebody is truly in the wrong you know by all means, call them out. But um, I think to see the Twitterverse and, you know, the social media world kind of react. And uh, Cole did drop a thread of tweets, uh, you know, saying, like, pretty much, you know, he said what he said and why he said it. I mean, simple as that. And, you know, he ended up shouting out no name, saying how great she was. But, you know, he, he just has some things to say that he didn't really, I guess, think 
sat well with him, which he I think mentions in the mentions in the track. But um, but yeah, um, I think I, I think it's just a misunderstanding, and um, yeah, people just are are quick to listen and not really understand both 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 sides, I guess. Um, okay, but. But yeah, um, I'm definitely a Cole stan, and like I said, I'm not with any of the slander, so leave my guy alone. All right. Yeah, I mean, and there's another part to that. Like, I know that people were speaking up, like, why won't he come out and say nothing? And I think there was a picture of him and Kendrick and, like, not speaking up. And I was like, man, I mean, from my my initial reaction, even pre-production before we started this, I was like, dang, Kendrick made a whole tape. I mean, he made a whole masterpiece to pimp a butterfly on this issue um, early before anybody could speak up before the, the new artist could say, you know what I mean? That this was his, this is his music. So um, how about refer back now from her perspective, I, I really do want to hear it on that side of things um, at the same time. Why is J Cole, my representative for the way that I feel, you know what I mean? Why does he, why is he made the representative? Right. Like I may exactly. have touched on the, during the buddy section like hey yeah you got to come with it this week if you're coming with it and that's just in, that's just period you can't come with you know submit this week like this is times where people are actually listening to lyrics yes and that doesn't mean that everybody has to be speak up and be a representative while it would be great i mean uh the tyler yewa song uh my favorite this week it wasn't speaking on this issue at all um no nope. the Tom, tommy lee song it was my favorite song this week it doesn't mean that you have to be Though you're you're putting out music right now, that doesn't make you the representative. Uh, and I think he he directed it from what I saw from the cleanup of this. I mean, it seems like he directed like, hey, I haven't read enough on this issue. It seems like you're more well vexed, yeah. and admitting that mm-hmm. is some there's a bit of freedom in that. Still, uh, yes, I think that as a black culture, we definitely hold each other accountable more so maybe than any other culture um, via social media for sure. Yeah, most Which definitely. Is, uh, it's a two-edged sword, truthfully speaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, That's we had a lot of we had a lot of singles this week. We it's a ton. we definitely we definitely dug deep. Um, we got we're gonna it, get it. Yeah, we're gonna get into some albums. So let's get to it. All right, this week we had some new albums uh, come out. Uh, we'll be covering three here. Um, some some good stuff. Couple new, I mean, I believe these are all newer artists: Ian Dior, some Chloe and Haley, uh, and RMR. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do you think of uh, that Ian Dior? I'm gone. Uh, so I'm gonna say first and foremost, I don't really listen to much of Ian Dior, uh, but no. I did give this album a listen. Uh, I thought it was all right. Um, I did hear from a buddy of mine who's a big Ian Dior fan uh, at my job. And I asked him what he thought of it because he's a avid listener. Uh, shout out to Keeper. Um, he said that he likes his older stuff a lot better. He thought this was just him kind of, kind of touching more on like main, or on like the mainstream. Yeah. Um, I listened to a few songs on this. I listened to the whole thing, but um, I thought it was all right. It wasn't anything necessarily bad, but I don't know if it's anything that I'm gonna truly like go back and listen to. Um, he is a younger artist. Uh, he's you know, kind of, kind of has that lane as a. Who am I thinking of? Um, like Playboy. Guy, yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, kind of like that lane. Um, or who else? You, who who are you thinking of? 
I was thinking of uh, Tentacion. Um, XXX Tentacion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's kind of like along those lines, like him, Trippy. Like they're all that kind of, kind of dark, dark or that darkish kind of rap. Um, yeah. Although Juice, I thought Juice World. Yep. Yeah. But I thought this was all right. Um, it definitely had. I could definitely see like more of the mainstream pop songs. Like he definitely has some bangers or that, like has some good beats on some of them. I thought it was all right though. Like I guess I did. I don't think it was anything I'm going to truly go back and dive into, but what'd you think? Yeah. I liked it. Um, it's made, you gotta put yourself in the audience's shoes, right? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not made for I, me, not for my ear. And yeah. I, uh, go and, ahead. and like, I think that's a problem. Like, we're 28, 27. Uh, Kiefer, the guy at work, is just turned 20, I believe. <laughs> so um, it kind of shows you like where the listening kind of goes versus you know like what like kind of the stuff that we like is a little bit different. So it's definitely like a younger audience for sure. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like who's heading that pack is Uzi, who I actually really mess with. Like, right? Yeah. But it is it's hard to get into the niche artists. Um, but these are, you know, this is the making of some people that can come out of this time and be like, you know, what is equivalent to uh, RJ Coe's or Travis yep. Scott's or Drake's. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like, man, it's they're not making it easy, especially when Playboy hops on a Drake feature and, and doesn't do it, do it justice. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But Ian Dior, uh, I would give it a listen through maybe one or two. Yeah, and, for sure. Yeah. Um, Chloe and Haley. Now they're uh, artists. I believe this is their first release. Uh, I don't want to speak on that. All right. I think second, 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 release. second release. Okay, second yep. release. Chloe and Haley, um, known as I mean, they're sisters, not twins. Misconception there. Um, I think they're two years apart, and they are also up for a BET award, which we'll be covering later. Um, yeah, they released "Ungodly Hour" this week. What were your thoughts on that? Um. Eh, I thought it was all right. Uh, I I don't think it's really my cup of tea when it comes to music. Um, There definitely was a couple songs on there that I liked. Uh, Some had some good, some good vibes. (laughs) Um, I did read a tweet that said, Chloe and Haley make music for slightly rebellious Deacon's daughters. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) It had me me rolling, bro. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that is funny. That's that's funny. Yeah, because they definitely have that look. Like, dang, <laughs> like that's a really good. That's a really good comparison for sure. Yeah, yeah. It I, was. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, it was all right as well. Shout out to them though. Uh, for yeah. Where they? How far they come? Um, and what they've done oh, yeah. with their careers. You know it's think. not an easy thing. So I want to support that for sure. And please do give the give it a listen. Um. Because right now, this week, there wasn't as much R&B coming out. And they definitely definitely did drop some, some yeah. good mu- music. Mm-hmm. Music that is definitely worth a listen. Your boy, uh, RMR. RMR, yes. I feel uh, like you feel like... I feel I feel like your feelings towards RMR the way that I feel towards St. John, truthfully speaking. Honestly, that is a good uh, comparison. Um, RMR, yeah. So I so I found out about this. Uh, shout out to the account that I look at for new music, Hip Hop Numbers. Um, they typically post every Friday about the top releases, and they said that this one was a nine out of ten. Um, I I would probably go to an eight, eight, eight and a half out of ten. This is a short EP, um, but I thought it was good. Uh, it starts off really, really 
really strong, has the West Side Gun feature. Uh, and then, like, the next two or three tracks are fine. And then, like, midway through, it kind of drops off for me. But then it picks back up at the end for me, which I like a lot. Um, I had never really heard of them before listening to this or heard of him before listening to this. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, um, I liked it a lot, man. This was definitely one of my favorite. Or Out of the three that we're covering, this was my favorite release. Yeah, man, I think so, too. I liked it, too. Um, he had some heavy hitters on there for his content to stay um, stay on track. I mean, just to, to handle well with it. Uh, I mean, he has heavy content himself. Like, he, I, yeah. I, liked it. I liked this a lot. It wasn't long. It wasn't, you know, it was a, it was a seven, a seven or eight tracks, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this was a good listen. And, and, and to be honest with you, it kind of reminds me of St. John, like being able yeah. to talk about that type of content because – St. John, he's a, I think he's an R and B artist put into, or a rock. He's a rock star, you know what I mean? But yeah, talking yeah. about, talking about some real street, street things, and that's the same way I feel about RMR. So RMR did it. Uh, Drug dealing is a lost art is the name of that album. Check that out. ASAP. Yep, it has a feature uh, with Future and Lil Baby. Uh, I yep. think this was probably one of Lil Baby's not the greatest features. I'm gonna just say that Lil Baby. Um, did not come truly with it on this man, one. Man, the hate is so <laughs> real. So real. Okay, okay. But honestly, I don't even think that that, that track needed um, Future or Lil Baby yeah. on it. Uh, okay. But um, obviously, you know, we like to get both of those guys on the, like, on your top song is definitely huge uh, for RMR. And um, it doesn't make the song like that much greater, I think, but it does make people listen to it. Uh, or like it, you're definitely bringing in those little baby fans and those future fans um, off of that track. And then you're also getting, you're getting them to listen to the rest of your EP, which I think is dope as dope as hell. So, yeah, I agree. I agree, bro. Um, but yeah, I think it was, Ah oh, man, it definitely was my favorite this week as well. Yeah, I, I agree up. with you. I agree with you, bro. This this is a a wrap up of the, of the albums from this week. Hopefully, we we're gonna have a lot of music next week for sure for you guys. Um, and next up, we're heading into our bottled up questions. On Apple Music and Spotify, we've curated playlists for every song mentioned during our sleeper segment. Just type in music in the bottle sleepers and playlists. Once again, music in the bottle sleepers. All right, guys, it's time for the, the bottled up questions and the wind down for the bottle of questions this week. We got uh, two questions uh, like we typically ask, and then we know that the BET awards are coming up from for the culture. We want to give our take on three questions from there as well so the first two questions let's get started on those in honor of kendrick lamar's birthday um this week what is your favorite kendrick lamar song favorite kendrick song yeah so kendrick just turned 33 today uh shout out to kung fu kenny k dot whatever you want to call him um happy birthday kendrick uh my favorite song um i like the art of peer pressure good kid mad city a lot uh, sure right yeah, man. Um, that so that track uh, kind of speaks on how he is like with his boys, and they're about to hit a lick, pretty much. And 
they're getting followed by the cops at the end and you know they made a right they made a right they made a left and then the cops actually made a wrong turn and didn't follow him and he just mentions how it was just one lucky night with the homies and uh i've been listening to that song ever since it came out that's probably one of my favorite kendrick songs art of peer pressure off of good kid mad city so i'm gonna probably just stick with that because i like that song a lot but I would just say, keeping it short and why I like it, um, Triple X featuring you two on Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, great song, great listen, great beat switch up, um, great message as well. So check out that one. We're about to hey, questions. Hey, 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 Katie, I thought you were going to say Duckworth. <laughs> uh, that, that was a classic. <laughs> that, was a, that was a classic too, but that, that's a little too yeah. close to my lifestyle, so I don't want to be putting that out there. <laughs> For sure, uh, tell Katie, tell Katie to stop, <laughs> stop snitching. <laughs> uh, second question: Keep uh, so this one is keep two movies, drop two movies. You have paid in full, Boys in the Hood, Juice, or Minister Society. Damn! So after my keep three, drop one last week. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready for all the heat I'm about to get for dropping two movies. Yeah, but... you be picking trash sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to do it anyway because I say what I say. And uh, if anybody wants smoke, they know where to find me. Um, but I'm going to keep... Ah, damn, this is so hard. All right, so I'm going to get rid of uh, Menace to Society. Um... <sighs> damn... I'm going to keep Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood has some great messages, uh, which we spoke on on an earlier episode, maybe last episode or two episodes ago, about how relevant that movie is. So I'm keeping Boys in the Hood. And I'm going to get rid of Juice. Uh, and I'm going to keep Paid in Full. Paid in Full is, man, that, there's something about Paid in Full that makes you want to just, if you know, you know. You know? Yeah, kind of like you <laughs> you schooling some of the listeners on what, what the Coke lifestyle was last week. <laughs> got you. <laughs> I, got you. <laughs> I got it. For those if that don't know. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I would I would keep Payton Full as one of my favorite movies ever. And then I would uh, keep Menace to Society because I feel like that also has some good messages. Both yeah. other, the other movies are great. Juice is just high school-esque. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Not as many life lessons there. And then Boys in the Hood. Um, I think that both Boys in the Hood and Men's Society uh, highlight yeah. some of the same issues that we yep. face in, the, in our community for sure. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, for the last three questions, the BET Awards is coming up on the 27th. I think that's two Sundays out from when this episode is released. Um, a, few, a lot of nominations there, a lot of artists that you would think should be, should be nominated. We're going to go with one of the three of the questions there, the first being the album of the year. This is for album of the year. Uh, the nominations are Cause I Love You by Lizzo, Fever by Meg Thee Stallion, Homecoming, the live album by Beyonce, I Used to Know Her by Her, Turk, the Baby, and Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, Roddy Rich. What song, which album do you choose? Um, so if I had to pick one that I think probably should win, uh, which won't win, you got one probably- selection. <clears throat> So my selection is Roddy Rich. That's off rip. Uh, but I think that her album was great. Uh, she definitely. I'm glad to see her nominated, but I'm definitely yeah. going with Roddy Rich. You make it. You make it tough because her. She played like 18 instruments, don't she? <laughs> Dude, she be she be out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. She's super dope. 
Yeah. Um, you said you feel like her will win? No, it's probably not going to win. Yeah. Uh, but I'm definitely going with Roddy Witch. But if I had to pick something other than Roddy Witch, um, I would hope that hers album won because I like that album a lot. Yeah, I think I, I would have to say the same, honestly, man. I mean, I feel like I, I feel like her, she gives a lot. I'm not really a big fan of Lizzo. Um, oh, I like what she speaks to in terms no. of independence, but I've never been one to um yeah, I just feel like she was she was out there at the Lakers game that one time and I just didn't say well with me. <laughs> um but Looking yeah, like I mean, uh Rafiki or Rashiki from Man, I just feel <laughs> like that's just that's just not the right move. But I'm not I mean at the same time, there's a lot of rappers out here that be doing some suspect things too and then putting themselves out there and yeah. exemplifying. So I get I mean she came up with a great album, but that's just not. Oh, I can't yeah. give it to that. I feel like Meg had a great summer. I feel like Roddy had a great summer. Kirk is dope too. Um, I don't think Beyonce wins it just because of the yeah where that is, but I, I definitely will go with. I'm actually, I'm gonna I'm go. I'm gonna switch it up and go with Fever by Meg uh, for album of the okay. year. Um, next up is best collaboration. So for these nominees, we have Chris Brown featuring Drake. No Guidance, DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle and John Legend Hire, Future and Drake, uh, Life is Good, Her featuring YG, Slide, Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj and Ty Dolla Sign, Hot Girl Summer, and then Wale featuring uh, Jeremiah on Chill. Ooh, um, this is a stacked list. Uh, that that Wale track is underrated. Um, Wale and Jeremiah are just underrated whenever yeah, they collaborate. Yeah. Yeah. Super underrated. Um, that her song, I like. There's actually a remix with YBN that I like a lot as well. Oh, for real? Uh, but I think uh, the one that stuck or sticks most with me is that No Guidance. I think that I think that was a that was one of my favorite collabs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's pretty safe to say that either No Guidance or Life Is Good will win this. Um, the slide record, I like the the feature, the remix with Pop Smoke better. I just feel like they like, you know, YG's dope, but I just feel mm-hmm. like it, it flows better. Uh, it'd be nice to see Nipsey Hustle and, and John Legend get that just off of off off the strength. But yeah, yeah. Um, Hot Girl Summer was a good one too. I think that all these could win. I don't see Slide winning this one. I do not no. see On Chill winning this one either. Nope. Um, nope. but Drake's got good odds there. He's in two of the two of the six. Yeah. So. Last question for the bottled of questions. The best group. We have Chloe and Haley. Holly, Haley. City Girls, Earth Gang, Griselda, the rap group out of Buffalo, I I believe. And Jack Boys and Migos. Migos, Migos. man, they got to be OGs. Uh, You got Migos? Uh, Migos been dropping trash ever since. uh, Shit, I don't even know the last good Migos song I heard. Uh, So Migos better not win. You like Taco Tuesday. I saw you. You was with the flour nah, tortillas. Yeah. Migos, Migos better come with something uh, soon or else they're getting uh, canceled. I'm just All kidding. Right. <laughs> it's just crazy, though. They've been in the game so long, man. Versace yeah. came out in like 2011, 2012. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. Um, so they're like so, OGs right now. You know what I mean? Truly. Tr- truthfully speaking, yes. Um,. Honestly, I'm gonna go with Earth Gang. I I, I hope they win. Um, I think they have. I think they had a solid album. Honestly, uh, I don't know if it's enough to win this award. Uh, just with like the City Girls. Um, I mean Jack Boys. I don't 
think that album was as strong as people expected. Yeah. Um, I haven't really listened to much of Griselda. Uh, Migos would win based off of overall content, I think. But yep. like I said, based off of recent content, I don't think they should even be included. Uh, but I'm a I'm a go with Earth Gang. Shout out to the homies. Yep. Yeah, I uh, I think that Earth Gang and Griselda don't get enough play. Chloe and Haley, I could see winning this one. Uh, yeah, I could see the City Girls sure. winning this one. I could see. I I think it's a. It'd be. I don't think Jack Boys would win it. I de- I think they definitely deserve to off that. That's that uh self titled album, and yeah. but I do think that Migos Migos. Or Chloe and Haley take this one home for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Fair That's the bottled up question. That's the bottled up questions right there. Uh, how was the wine today, man? The wine down. Yes, sir. Um, like I said, I was drinking that exclusive shit out of Cherry Republic Winery. This one was bought from uh, Cherry Republic in Traverse City when we went. There's a couple other locations. So there is one in Holland, FYI, if, you're, okay. if anyone in the Grand Rapids area is looking to go to Cherry Republic. Like I said, they got samples for days, which I don't know if they're going to open those back up with COVID. Um, but um, maybe eventually you can get back in there and get some samples done. But yeah, the uh, Eratos, like I said, I'm probably butchering this name, but it's a sweet tart, 100% Michigan Danube cherry wine, limited release. I liked it a lot. Uh, it's definitely very sweet on the front end, uh, but you definitely can feel that uh, it's not super sugary on the back end. Uh, definitely you get that tart feeling for sure. So it's not just overall sweet. Um, I would definitely buy this bottle again. I hope they bring it back. Like I said, this was a limited release, so maybe I should have got two of them. Um, but this is definitely a summer bottle for sure. Uh, put this on chill and uh, bring this to your picnic, your barbecue, whatever it may be, just you're sitting on the patio. Um, I'm going to give this one a, I'm going to give this one a nine. Oh, wow. Yeah, I like this a lot, bro. Solid, solid, man. Yeah, shout out to Cherry Republic. Uh, Castillo de Albola, uh, the Chianti Classico 2015. Um, very acidic, very strong fruit taste, uh, mm. as mentioned earlier. Um, definitely needed food with this one. I yeah. didn't even make it past half the bottle. Uh, and it was, uh, I give it an 8.5. Right, no, 8.6 um, on this one on a scale of 10. Uh, good sip. For sure, just probably should have had dinner with this. Uh, save this one. It was a it was a great bottle, though. What um what what would you eat with it, or like what are you thinking off of your or like what what sounds good to pair it with? I think a red meat would be good. Um, okay, like lamb chops or some type of. I think like a, it has to be a really good steak, really, really yeah. good steak. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm picturing myself at this spot here called Bodie's Steakhouse uh, in East Grand Rapids. Picturing myself with that, that that would taste amazing, uh, with some asparagus on the side. Um, but yeah, it was good though. It was all right. It was, I mean, great taste. I, I definitely want to save some of this for dinner, uh, for sure. Good, good taste. What was the uh, what was the music? Your sleepers this week? What you got going on? Sleepers, sleepers. Hello. Yeah. What was your sleeper this week? <laughs> Sorry, man. Um, <laughs> I'm sleeping. I'm sleeping. <laughs> you alright? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, so my sleeper, 
I went with an artist um, by the name of Jay Warner. Um, he, so I heard of this track, uh, for those who don't listen to Joe K and the selection radio, it's on Apple music. I think they have like some sort of playlist on Spotify as well, but their actual radio show is on Apple music. Um, he spends a lot of stuff. Uh, the latest episode I listened to started off with some Smino and this Jay Warner track came on at the back end of it. It's like a two hour radio show, uh, but it's called strawberry moon off of his latest, uh, release um that release is called figure eight i think it was released like back in march or april uh but it's a solid listen and uh, i'm glad i came across that one yeah i gotta check that out because i mean that's like my favorite thing is listening to you know people talk about artists i haven't come across or mentioned most definitely and and figuring them out rather than searching on your own um, this week I have one by Party Next Door and Calvin Harris hey. called uh, Not Ready, Not Ready, N-U-H Ready, N-U-H Ready. Uh, good song, great great vibe for this summer. So shout out to Party, shout out to Calvin Harris. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's episode 10 for y'all. That's episode 10, folks. We appreciate you all. Uh, stay tuned. We got some good stuff coming up. Um, we're working hard on this podcast. Uh, like I said, we're constantly working. Follow us on Instagram. Check out the Sleeper playlist once we add these new tracks to it on Spotify and Apple Music. But we'll see y'all for episode 11. Thank you for listening to this episode of Music in the Bottle podcast. Check us out on Instagram. In addition to that, you can find our wine list there as well as our music playlist that are both available on Apple Music and Spotify. Once again, we look forward to talking to you guys next week.